0: I want you to understand and know the time.
1: And we are back in the effing universe. One hour of black power thinking. This is the second segment of the night. Uh, we had a meeting of the mind. This is the first segment. What's on your mind tonight, Dr. Moore? Uh, well, I'm going to
0: do two things. Um. There were a number of things I thought about last night that I had written Now mm-hmm. I don't know if we can do, I don't know if we'll get to any of these topics. Maybe we'll, we'll get to a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to put some out there, and then let's just attack them as you know, we sure. see fit. All right? So um, one of the ones I thought about last night that I had written now was, and maybe we discussed it, maybe we didn't, the mind state of uh, this country, um, president, and then I wrote SOB, um, shithole countries, uh, where we are now. Um, Then I went into uh, the Ice Cube Effect, and then I went into, um, I've written out, elect President uh, Biden and Kamala. Uh, There was another thing I went into with uh, Florida Governor uh, Ron DeSantis Uh, His new bill about the citizens, um, being able to shoot uh, looters and riot and writers. There was another one I went into in the role of women progressing the 19th Amendment, where we see women now um, uh, abolish the parties. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. Um, what 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 are your feelings or what are our feelings about abolishing parties, period? Um, Democrat and Republican. Um, that was one topic I was thinking about last night. I had written out black achievement, black achievements, what that means. Uh, at some point last night, we got gotten into black inferiority. But um, tonight, before we got on, I had written out uh, a couple of topics.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, one of them was Jay-Z uh, with the political arena football and the effects of that um, again, that goes into the political aspect because uh, a lot of people feel like Jay Z should. I I feel like that was a real political move,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and again, that goes into voting and politics and all that stuff. A lot of people had issues with that, so that was one thing i written down. I had written down for tonight. Another one was Barack Obama, uh, politics, the benefits. Um, will not benefit as it relates to black people. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, Jay-Z um, Jay-Z counseling and therapy, uh, the effects of how it impacted him and raising black children with therapy and counseling.
1: Wow. Okay. Um, let's go back to the top of the list because a lot of those things we didn't touch on at all um, because we was stuck on black achievement and black inferiority. Um, Can you go back to the top of the list and we'll go through them one by one and do like a brief minute or two on each one. Okay.
0: So the mindset of uh, you. uh, so are you talking about the list that I created? Yeah. Okay. So the mindset of black uh, the mindset of the country Mm -hmm. Um with the president and the president uh, as relates to like who he is, where he is, and where the country is in terms of division or maybe not division, but the leadership um, and the support of the type of that type of leadership that calls people SOBs and shithole countries and bastards and et cetera.
1: I think we're, we're we're equally divided, one to another, and that's why I said yesterday that we're we're, we're at the halfway mark in the progress of Black uh, people getting social justice, or even being considered important enough to be considered in uh, the the um, subject of social justice. Um, at least half of the country is like. Fuck you niggas. Fuck everybody that's um trying to destroy this country. They they see it mentally as the destruction of this country, including anybody, not just blacks, but any marginalized people, even though they themselves, a majority of them are marginalized people as white folks. So they see their their um Struggle as unique and not not um, something that they're willing to share with the rest of the country that may be non-white.
0: See, okay, so here's where I struggle with this, right? Mm-hmm. In that I think part of what you're saying is right, mm-hmm. but I think, but I think the other part is. I don't know that it's so much, and I don't even know that you're saying that it's about color, but mm-hmm. I, I I think part of it is color, but I think the other part of it is religious. Mm-hmm. Right? And and there's this religious ideology that believe like when I saw Paula White and when I saw those <laughs> uh 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 um and she's Donald Trump's spiritual advisor praying the to African, African ancestors for <laughs> Donald Trump. That, that was that you know like like if I, I didn't entertain like if if I didn't do what I did for a living like like I would almost think that was some type of mental thing right but then but then when I looked at Arizona and I saw the people in front of, in, in front of the in front of the polls praying <laughs> to God to stop people from counting ballots it was weird to me like I'm like. Like what type of Christianity is this? Like so,
1: <laughs> the one that they got off the slave ship. With. Yeah,
0: so it's it's that's weird to me. So you know the, the but, same Christianity that said niggas were slaves biblically. Right, but so right. So, but what I'm saying is, in 2020,
1: hmm. what I'm saying
0: is, hmm. is how do you have a president and love a president? It says I'm gonna grab him by the pussy. <laughs> that these are bastards. <laughs> that these are shithole countries. <laughs> that these are son of a bitches on the football field. I, I'm just, I'm just trying to wrestle with what kind of Christian are you if you say I'm going to support this man. I, I so okay, if I'm working from a limited perspective, then help me. But mm-hmm. I'm trying to understand what in Christianity would make you support someone like that.
1: Well, then I had to refer back to the lesson, brother. And the lesson say that this is what a devil is. <laughs> and I I'm sorry to be so dismissive of it. But um this is what devils do. They they do such hypocrisy and it affects other people and they don't even care that it affects other people. They're only worried about and that's why I agree with you on the colorism. It's not even about color for them. It's just that okay. this is the the struggle that we are going through to to for this righteous fight, and
0: everyone has to pay. Okay, but 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 so let me do this right, right. So let me say this. I'm I want to draw a picture. Mm-hmm. There's a black man hanging from a tree, mm-hmm. right, and white men have hung him and then you go and you invite your neighbors Hmm. and your wife and your wife's friends and your children Hmm. and you all come around Hmm. and you celebrate the Hmm. hanging of this black man on a tree Hmm. but you all are Christians Hmm. so 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 to me that's equivalent to seeing Donald Trump as your leader mm-hmm. right and 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 saying he's killing he's murdering mm-hmm. but my leader has killed this person and I'm mm-hmm. going to support him yeah. that, that that's to me what I see when I see that yeah mhm so if if now if I'm wrong in what I'm seeing or what I'm feeling or what I'm hearing I mean give me some insight but that's what I'm that's that's what I feel that's where that takes me
1: <laughs> and that will lead to the uh, listening audience what's the next uh, subject on there because we, we've got very little time to go through all of them but okay. we're going to try to touch on each of them okay
0: so that kind of talks uh, to where we are who we are so mm-hmm. we will have to get into that um, I don't even know if we need to get into the ice cube thing. I think we kind of bantered back and forth from that. Right. Uh but if you want to, we can Yeah, sure. Um you can kind of give me your perspective about it and and we can do a minute a minute on it.
1: Yeah. Well, re- read the uh ice cube one.
0: Well, I didn't really write anything about him in, in except for the fact that I, I entitled ice cube. Mm-hmm. Um but Kind of my perspective was, like, I think Ice Cube had a point or has Mm -hmm. a point. I just felt like Ice Cube's point was at the wrong time, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: right? And I think that, like, I don't want to kill the brother, right? Right. In in, in that I don't want to cancel culture for Ice Cube or anything like that. And I got into this huge heated argument with my wife about it because she (laughs) – was kill Ice Cube, like like culture killed him. And I was like, because she was like, well, I don't understand why he would want to meet with Trump, and And I was like, I don't care who he meets with, you know, that's, that's, that's fine, but, but, but my whole thing was, okay, if you're any type of person that has been political or has been a part of that political process of voting or whatever, and to you, Ice Cube hasn't been, but now he is. Then if you jump on that bandwagon to me, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Because while I think Ice Cube had had a point to me, I thought it was at an unopportune time. Mm-hmm. I think that you know, having had four years of Trump, mm-hmm. and then coming you know in at the tail end of the moment, saying let me meet with both of them and let me be this political advocate and let me be this political person, mm-hmm. I just didn't take him seriously. Right. As a political person, and that was my biggest thing with Ice Cube because I was like, "Bruh, you know, you know, as it relates to, <laughs> it's uh, time for that nigga. Shit. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> bro, you know, I, I rock with you on a whole bunch <laughs> of shit. You my dude, but uh right now I'm gonna need you not to not like, now. Um, yeah, I'm gonna sidestep <laughs> you, bro, right now, because you know you ain't got no history of this and these and and then when 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 they flunked him. When the Republican Party flunked him and was like, hey, man, nice meeting with you, Ice Cube, and made him like a laughing laughingstock, I was like, see, you got out your <laughs> lane. Because to me, you know, if, 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 if I was Ice Cube, I would not have ever walked into a room with them without somebody like a Al Sharpton, <laughs> without someone with political savvy that knows how to deal with that. I wouldn't like, you know, like there, there's certain rooms that I know I'm comfortable in. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's rooms I know I'm not comfortable in. Right. So yeah. if, if I can't walk into a gangster room, like it, like maybe now I'm 50 50, I could probably walk into a gangster room right now and <laughs> I might be 50 50, but I would still be because I'm, I'm, I'm an old head, you know. <laughs> so the young gangsters might, they may or may not respect me, but I, so I got to go in there knowing that. <laughs> but if I want to be a hundred percent, I bring a youngster with me. You know what I'm right. saying? So the youngster be like, you know, nah, kind of like, OG. yeah, kind of like, kind of like Carlito's weight, right? Right. When when and, and when his nephew was like, man, you come along with me, you know, <laughs> Carlito, you you a gangster,
2: mm-hmm.
0: because I could be like, you, you know, I'm a gangster, nigga. I don't give a fuck where I go. <laughs> well, these young dudes might be like, nigga, I don't know you like that, right? You know, you old head, you know, you. So you gotta be careful. In your lane. It, it, you know. It, it, and and if you are a real gangster, then you know that <laughs> you know you got to be careful how mm-hmm. how you pull up on the youngins, right? Because the youngins ain't you know they, the youngins don't, don't know have you no like respect that.
1: Respect for your turn,
0: exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ain't nigga, you ain't did nothing in fifty years, right? <laughs> I mean, old school sit down, you know. So you got to be careful, you know. <laughs> when you're, it's almost like you remember that um, scene and um, I'm gonna get you sucker. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 the dude came out of jail.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He had on those high high heel, but he had the fish bottom <laughs> shoes high heel. And he thought he was still doing something. And and the youngers was looking at him and laughing. It's, it's almost like you you gotta be careful when you pull up on them youngers because they like even look look, bro. It's almost like it, it, it that that's that's one scenario, right? But but let's say. You play basketball, right? Mm-hmm. And you use you use the shit in your day, <laughs> but you pull up on these youngers on the court today, they and they like,
1: circle, right? yeah,
0: they like <laughs> old head, old school. <laughs> I see you old school, but you try, you know, you try to pull some old like <laughs> layup, yeah, <laughs> like old school. I see you old school, you know, so you they just got dunking, yeah, backwards. <laughs> Right, right. You know, you know they 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 pull a, a a curl on you. You know, they, these dudes. I, is... I, I saw a,
1: a, a touchdown score the other day. This motherfucker just jumped over the nigga head. He didn't even bother to run through the tackle. Yeah, he just exactly. jumped
0: over his head and scored. Exactly.
1: <laughs> like stay down,
0: man. bro, I am made tell you. it look so easy, and he was so uh, flexible. Bro, that's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> I, when I'm when I'm looking at the NFL today, I've been looking at these 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 kids, and I said, and the reason why I'm saying kids is because, man, I'm telling you, man, these kids look so young to me. They mm. like they look like my son, mm. and then and the athletic. NFL, yeah and,
2: yeah, and I'm like,
0: athletic. I'm like, damn, like like I remember watching football with Franco Harris and and mm. and. You know, like real men. Right. But now I'm watching football and it's like little kids. Earl Campbell. Right. <laughs> right. But now I'm watching it's like little Me, kids. Joe like, Green. Right. Like Tony Dorsett. You know, right. even if we go up to Emmett Smith.
1: <laughs> right. You know, I'm
0: like, damn.
1: Ringo. The tackle.
0: <laughs> you really
1: tackling.
0: It, right. Huh? These motherfuckers are so fast. You can't even touch them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching them now I'm like man damn
1: Well, what's, you know, what's the next subject on that list we gotta try to get through
0: some of them okay so um, elect President Biden uh, uh, Kamala Harris uh, what's your feelings what, what? what's your perspective what do you think I
1: think it's good for the country I don't care about their past I care about the future um they are gonna be just as effective as Obama was, and that is subjective as to how effective he was. It depends on where you're at, um, mentally, financially, and um politically. He could be a son of a bitch to you. <laughs> or like if some say that Trump is to them. Ooh, I said the damn courage word. <laughs> <laughs> But now that uh forty-five is going out of office, I'm allowed one mistake. But um, as far as uh, Biden and and Harris, it's good for the country. It's good for for women's empowerment. It's a symbolic, not a um actual change, but it's it's symbolic and
0: historical. Well, well, okay. So you said that you, um. Think that it's good for the country, and that um interesting enough, um that you actually feel like Trump is gonna leave. <laughs> I don't I don't know that I thought that you felt that way.
2: <laughs>
1: if that's what you're asking, if 45 is leaving, I think um he will have no other choice. <laughs> okay. Okay, well I'm happy to hear you say that, bro, because I <laughs> thought you might fight on that one. <laughs> He's coming around to it his damn self, I think. I don't
0: think he has much choice, bro. I mean right. the the the, the <laughs> fact, I, I but I I do think that he was in denial. I think that, you know, but but here, but part of the problem is uh, uh, what... hold on. on. We at the nineteen minute mark. <laughs> but okay. did
1: you... I hate to change the subject, but this is right on subject. I'm mm-hmm. seeing today the million MAGA march. Now, how many mm-hmm. people showed up for that shit, brother?
0: <laughs> oh, bro, I'm right here in DC. <laughs> I'm like right 10
1: white folks. They, that's my point, bro. <laughs> that's my
0: point. I think that's how he
1: realized it, it's time to go. We <laughs> ain't got enough of these
0: white niggas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 but, but on top of that, the day of black folks, man, it's got a crackers. <laughs> It's over. <laughs> gonna, come come on to DC. I, come on, cracker. I got. I wish you would. You know the day that you. The, they don't the realize day, that as soon as you turn the corner on sixteen hundred feet. Well, I am waiting for your ass. You are in the When fryer. you come around that corner with that Trump hat on, I'm gonna lay your ass. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Well, welcome, to, welcome to DC. See, mother, mother. We got a welcoming mat for your ass. Hey. Bring it.
1: Bring it. And that is where we're at in DF and Universe. We're gonna get to the rest of that list when we come back. Indeed. We'll be right back. Bring it. Peace. In the universe, one hour of Black Power thinking. Um, let's see if we can get through more of that list. We're at uh, the last segment, the twenty-minute segment in the one-hour Black Power thinking. Uh, go ahead, brother.
0: Okay. So, what what did we just discuss? Um,
1: the um,
0: President-elect. Right. Okay. And I was saying that I was surprised that you had actually um I don't know if I want to use the word endorse, but that you had accepted the fact that um Trump is out of here and we're gonna have a new administration.
1: <laughs> yes, sir.
0: Okay. All right. Well, that makes me feel good, bro. <laughs> uh, um so what do you but so so um, not to belabor the point, but let's give it a minute or a minute and a half. How do you think that this will impact um, the Black community uh, as a whole with uh, President-elect Biden and uh, Vice President-elect uh, Kamala Harris?
1: I think we're going to get a repeat of what the euphoria of Obama did. Okay. Eu- euphoria. Um, depending on where you are, economically, um, mentally, um, financially, is the effect that you feel from Obama or this president elect?
0: Okay, so so I so I agree in part, right? And and what I what I mean by why I agree in part is mm-hmm. that. I think the difference is with Barack Obama being the first, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You you are a middle child. I'm a first child. Mm -hmm. Right? But Mm -hmm. being a first at anything, the bar Mm -hmm. is set differently. Mm -hmm. Because there's nothing out there that has taught you how to do that. Mm -hmm. You just end up being a first. And mm. so whatever happens, there's a lot of stakes on you because mm. you're the first. You're the first. Let's say you're the first to go to university. You're the first in your family to, you know, make a certain amount of money. You're the first to go to college. Mm. You're the first to do X, Y, Z. It's mm. different for that child that comes behind you because right. they got the opportunity to see you do it. So right. they, they saw Even you. your mistakes. Right. So they saw your frailties. They saw your positivities. They saw all of that. Mm -hmm. The advantage that you have now is seeing what even even you as a parent, right? If you had a dad, if you had a mom you know, like me, like I didn't have a dad. So I was a first so I would, you know, I would have to say to my son, I wouldn't have to say, but I did say to him, you know hey man, um I don't understand what's going on with you. I don't Mm -hmm. know why you are making the decisions that you're making. But it's frustrating me. It's confusing me. Because Mm -hmm. I thought that as a father being here for you, that you would naturally do this. Mm -hmm. You would naturally do that. So what I'm asking you is what do you want from me as a father? Mm
2: -hmm. Because
0: I'm because I'm being because I am becoming frustrated trying to figure out what I'm doing wrong. Mm -hmm. So because I'm a first time father at this and not having a father, I don't know, but I feel like I'm not doing something right because you will continue to doing things wrong. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: That was a a vulnerable conversation with Mm -hmm. me, with him at like 13, 14 years old Mm -hmm. because I was just feeling like Jesus Christ, (laughs) dude, what are you doing? (laughs) You know, you have all the things that I thought I needed (laughs) <laughs> at that age, and you were mm. making these mistakes. I don't get. I don't understand. I don't understand it. Mm. But the biggest thing I realized was that I didn't. I didn't understand that I had removed the barriers that I had. Right. I I, I didn't understand that. So why he wasn't? Why he wasn't going through those things that I went through? He didn't have mm. the same perspective that I had about certain things. So he was looking at certain things like, I don't know why, I don't care about that. (laughs) You know, I was, you know, I I was putting in boxing, karate, I am like, dude, you gotta be strong, black, man. You know, he in the boxing ring like, man, this is bullshit. I'm probably (laughs) getting my ass. Yeah, he like, man, you know, I don't like this shit. He on a football field like, What?
1: (laughs) It's two hundred pounds. Yeah, he's like these
0: motherfuckers is coming my way. You know, he's like hating all that shit, right? You know, look, I I remember the first time I put him in football, and I would pick him up.
2: Dad, just a punishment.
0: No, no. Let me tell you, I would pick him up from football practice, right? And he would have been out there like you know maybe an hour and a half, two hours, and he would be like, hey. You want to run? You, you want to run the track, Dad? I would be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I'd be like, "Did you just have football he was like, "He'd be like, I don't know what that was, but I just want to run." <laughs> you know, I, I, so I would be confused. Like, so when I put him in basketball, right, and, and I would record his sessions. <laughs> And that was the first time, like, when I put him in basketball, mm-hmm. and he saw himself on the court, mm-hmm. he was like, "Oh no, I'm better than that," <laughs> right? And that mm-hmm. was that, like, basketball. Like, I put him in every sport there was, yeah. boxing, karate, <laughs> you, you know, I mean, every sport, bro. But, mm-hmm. but basketball, mm-hmm. man, it did it for him. <laughs> when he got in basketball, he was like. <laughs> I mean, like this dude just—he—he—he he, he killed it. He killed it in basketball. I mean, like you know, at like after his first year, mm-hmm. man, his second, third, fourth, fifth, every year after that, he just murdered it. Wow! Like, every time he stepped on the court, like he was like a god. Like he was like, I'm I'm killing this game. I'm killing it. You know, I dare you to get in front of me. I dare mm. you to get in front of me. And I remember. Like, early on, I used to play him. Mm-hmm. Then I saw him getting good. And I'd be like, oh, no. I <laughs> don't <laughs> It's good, to bring my age. Yeah, I'm like, nah. I, I ain't getting ready embarrassed myself. And, you know, like, even now, like, we got a court in front of the you know, the driveway. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dad, come on out here. I'm like, I ain't got nah. time. that. Right. <laughs> nah, I <ain't. laughs> I ain't doing that, man. Good. Go ahead. Yeah, son. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I ain't got time for that. Tell your homeboys come over. You know, I ain't <laughs> um, but basketball became his thing. Like he like when he got into that theme, man, with basketball, he just
1: killed it. Hey man, that's good. He killed because it. Because they need some type of distraction, mm-hmm. cause these streets will be appealing if mm-hmm. they not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's next on that
0: list, bro? Okay, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis um, passes a bill or attempt or is attempting <laughs> to pass a bill to shoot looters <laughs> and riders. Go where and you want to go with that. This is Florida. This is Florida. But you know, as Charlemagne the <laughs> God says, "Florida in the Bronx." <laughs> Mm-hmm. Florida and the Bronx are the two craziest places
2: mm-hmm.
0: for people. I ain't just talking about black people, but <laughs> people, white or black. Mm-hmm. Florida and the Bronx of New York is mm-hmm. the two craziest places in U.S. Mm-hmm. for people to exist. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Remember, um,
1: I had the so sister more...
0: that the sister that jumped in that tiger cage. With them Tigers, it was from the Bronx. <laughs> it wasn't even phased. You know what I'm Everybody else is panicking.
2: I
1: see these niggas everywhere.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I think Charlemagne has a point. Florida and the Bronx have not. I would ju- not well, generally. What about the looters, brother? We have to protect them. Okay, so you, you le- have to you- let
1: them run wild and free.
0: I, 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 I sounds like you're leaving Florida in the Bronx now. Are you going back to D.C.? <laughs> I need to know. You, you, you're
1: talking about the um the bill, right? That he wants to get passed that it be yeah yeah to yeah, treat, um, yeah yeah looters yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah Uh What do I think about that? Hmm, I think it's typical. Of, devilish behavior. Um, if we're going to shoot the looters, we, can, you know, we learned something in the nation. We can't protect the 85. Mm-hmm. Because the 85 say, well, let's do this. Let's do that. No, that's that's not part of our religious uh, belief. We can't mm-hmm. do that. Hmm. Even if you want us to, that that would will compromise our religious belief. That's not mm-hmm. just something that, that's an elective. We we and um we know that some of our people are gonna suffer. And uh we're just taught to be law abiding citizens no matter what. Mm. So a lot of our people are gonna get caught in these eighty-five traps. These are eighty-five traps. It's like mouse trap. They, they're they specific traps designed for mice. And then mm. other types of traps as well. But um this one is designed for the eighty five.
0: Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting, bro. You you uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're a
1: bicentennial Negro.
0: <laughs> no, I think that I, I think you have a level of responsibility, kinda like You sent him in that video with the
1: 85.
0: Yeah, kind of like you sent him in that video uh, with Van Jones and Buster, and then saying, Oh, do you ain't watch the video? Then you need to watch the video so Mm -hmm. you can, you know, uh, pretty much, you know, know what happened. So, Mm -hmm. but there's a part in that video where um, Buster is saying part of his teachings as the 5% was to educate the
1: 85%. Right
0: and um, so you, you kind of have a responsibility to right. at and least that, the eighty five that, percent that's in your circle right
1: that eighty that eighty five percent um doesn't go beyond teaching. We are poor righteous teachers, we don't charge for what we teach. we only ask that you at least consider it. But we can't force you like there's no compulsion in Islam. There's no compulsion with the 85%. We can only teach you it. Brother, that's a trap. Why don't you get over here and get one of these bean pies, one of these fish sandwiches, (laughs) and sit down and listen to the (laughs) minister. That's that's the best we can do with you. But um, Muslims very in the nation of Islam, very seldom suffer from eighty five traps so it it's it's god consciousness teaching that keeps us out of those traps. It's not that, that we we couldn't be vulnerable to it and get shot. It's just that with the likelihood is lowered because of the teachings. And that's all that we can invite people to um, study those teachings that lower our risk of being in those traps. We would never loot anything, even if we felt justified that someone, that some loss was um, something that was actionable on our part as a nation. We wouldn't loot to get that action taken care of that's just not in our belief system conviction
0: okay. Okay.
1: what's next on that list
0: so moving right along um, the role of women progressing in the 19th amendment and the reason why I asked that question or the reason why I bring that question up is sister kamala harris Mm -hmm. um i think that um i know you and i go back and forth um about this whole voting process and all that other stuff Mm -hmm. but i think holding joe biden accountable for what he said when he said if you nominate me i am going to nominate a black woman as my vp
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that that is fire to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: To me, I mean, it, 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 I can't tell you what it does in my soul hmm. to, to 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 hold him responsible to do that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because you had Elizabeth Warren, you had all these other people that he could have chose, but but the reason why he became the vice president nominee. Mm-hmm. Is because of Jim Clyburn in South Carolina, who mm. is my alumni and frat brother, who's wow. grad, who 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 is a graduate of South Carolina State, and my frat brother of Omega Psi fraternity, and my Masonic brother, wow. in Masonry, wow. It is because of him in South Carolina that turned that turned because he was losing. Mm-hmm. South Carolina turn right. the whole thing. Right. And, and 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 coming now, I'm saying while I mentioned Jim Clyburn is my frat brother, my mm-hmm. Masonic brother, you know, my alumni of the same school that I graduated from, but mm-hmm. also you and I historical family roots of South Carolina. And that's right. You understand so we we all have something here with Jim Clyburn mm-hmm. and what he did for Joe Biden mm-hmm. and holding Joe Biden responsible mm-hmm. to say you know what we we did our part now what are you gonna do mm. you said you going you said you gonna bring a black woman on mm. where is she and the, to hold his feet to the fire Mm-hmm. Historically, where that has never been the case,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and to bring a black woman on the first black woman ever, right. I think that speaks volumes to me. It like does. that, that, like, like that, that warms my soul in terms of progression right. as it relates to voting for me. Like, I feel like my vote meant something right. when I see that. It's like, you know, okay, old white man, you made a lot of bad mistakes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But 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 even if I'm looking at slavery Mm days and I'm looking at the slave master and he's saying, Okay, give me one more chance. Mm -hmm. And you say, give you one more chance, but this is what you gotta do. Right. But then when he does it, Mm -hmm. that that changes some things to me. Right. So I'm saying to me, Joe Biden is an old white man. Yeah, I I and he has done some messed up things. Mm -hmm. But when you get an old white man and you hold him by the horns
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you make him accountable,
1: mm-hmm. that
0: shit means something. Right. And when I see Sister Kamala there, mm-hmm. that means something to me.
1: Right. It's the story of redemption. We all can be redeemed. Um there's no one that um can't right the, the wrongs of injustice. 1920 was the point at which the suffering of women in terms of marginalization, of repression, oppression, ended with the 19th Amendment. And uh, it took 100 years of them protesting to get that. So I do see the long-term goals of struggle. But I just wanted to know, in my lifetime, in my um, activism, will I see any benefits of it right away? Not within a hundred years. But um, I
0: don't know. I, I I don't know that you will, but I know you have two daughters. Right. And what I do know is, for me as a parent, raising a son, a black son, and a black daughter, mm-hmm. what it means to me. For my son to have seen a black president. Right. What it means to me this for my daughter to raise her and see a a black vice president Mm. in my lifetime. Mm. Man, I can't tell you what that means to me. Mm -hmm. You know, just symbolically. Right. You know, but the aspirations and the dreams of whatever they want to be in life, Mm. to have seen that in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. is amazing to me because if we talk, we if we talk about your mom and your dad my mm-hmm. mom and my dad to have never seen that
1: it would have been impossible to even
0: fathom exactly but to but for us to live in a time where our kids can dream that type of dream mm-hmm. no matter where they come from mm-hmm. you know man you you, you got to think man Look, I took my kids to the holocaust not the Holocaust Museum. I took them to the wax museum
2: mm-hmm.
0: right years ago, mm-hmm. uh, maybe three, four years ago mm-hmm. and 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 in that wax museum, there was president at the president, vice president, at the vice president mm-hmm. and all the way mm-hmm. through that museum was nothing but white old Hmm. men
2: Hmm.
0: and at the very end (laughs) was Barack Obama
1: Hmm. symbolic
0: bro it was so powerful but so emotional
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know to to have taken my my kids through that Mm -hmm. but think about how white children have come through America all their life See, nothing but white leadership.
1: hmm We are the antennas of our ancestors. Somehow that rocks good with them. The, their struggle wasn't in vain. Yeah.
0: We are and, at and... the... Uh... Go ahead. What? Go ahead. No, I was clearing my throat. Oh.
1: Uh we're at the twenty one minute mark in D F and Universe. That was our last segment. Do you wanna go continue, brother?
2: Uh, I got a few.
1: All right. Uh we'll be right back after these messages on our Black Power Thinking. Peace. Peace. We are back in DF effing universe. One hour of Black Power thinking. We're sitting here with the good Dr. Moore. Uh, we are having a discussion rather than a debate tonight. We're going over some hot topics, random thoughts, and a meeting of the minds. What's next on that list, brother? We're in the bonus hour of uh, Black
0: Power. Okay, I, I I don't know where this might take us but uh we we, we can go there if you're certain. Yes <laughs> um, right. I'm ready. Um you know, it's interesting, bro. I don't know how many people listen to this um cuz I know you you have a different audience. Um mm-hmm. I haven't necessarily exposed my audience to um to the podcast yet. Um mm-hmm. some of them I have, some of them I have not. But Mm -hmm. I think it's going to grow. We'll see where it goes. Um, Right. But um, so this next topic uh, might lead us kind of down the road that we was at last night. Um, I (laughs) I just want to give you a forehead. Okay, so uh, let's jump into it. Uh, (laughs) Abolish the parties. Hmm.
1: Yay or nay?
0: What's your feelings?
1: um <clears throat> to, it would have to be a precursor to abolishing the parties which would mean that precursor would be for me in my opinion to abolish to um dismantle the electoral college now to do that i'm not necessarily in favor of because there is a protection that the electoral college afforded so that the election stays whole. But you can see where some people think their vote doesn't count because it's winner take all state by state. So if the popular vote wins for that state, it means that he gets all of those votes no matter what the um, local uh, people voices say. So I think to abolish the parties would, would have to entail a real discussion on do we want to get rid of the electoral
0: college. So now let me ask you now, is that something that you feel like you would participate in? As a person that feels apprehensive apprehensive about voting,
1: it goes against my my convictions to vote, no matter what the system is. But to look at it from a um, a neutral perspective, it's um, it's something that would have to take that consideration. If you do abolish the parties you're going to have to have a real discussion about do you want to keep the electoral college? Because sabotage can take place if there's a popular vote. Because say that the popular vote is a bunch of racist um, idiots. Um, Poor white Americans. Misguided Americans have the popular vote, say that they have the popular vote. We're in trouble. You think you're in trouble with um Trump? But
0: but but what if you but what if you're removing both? The popular vote and the Electoral College, and you're only dealing with the vote of uh, uh the vote of the people. Right. So but so that, now that... so now you don't have a popular vote or an electoral college vote. Now you're only dealing with the actual voting of the people.
1: Right. Now what if that doesn't work in your favor?
0: It doesn't matter. It's it's the vote of the people. hmm So it's not about a it's not about electoral college or popular vote. You don't you no longer have that. You only have the vote of the people.
1: So you agree with me that to dismantle the parties would also mean that we have to dismantle the Electoral College. I think that,
0: so again, this is just a question. This is just, it was a thought that I just put out there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I'm not saying that we have to or have not to, but I'm saying that I, if we're having a discussion of uh dismantling the Electoral College, I think that we have to dismantle both the Electoral College and the popular vote. Mm-hmm. And I think that we only have one voting process, and that's the vote of the people,
1: right? And you will, um, as the scriptures say, you will live by the sword and you'll die by the sword.
0: Yeah, yeah. But now, is that something that you would participate in? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Move, move, move. Now, move right I, along. I,
1: I'm, I'm not. Um... It, it sworn to it, but um, at this point, we as students under the honorable Elijah Muhammad don't believe that the government has anything that can help us help ourselves.
0: Yeah, so that's where I start to get lost, right? In in. <laughs>
1: Yes. And that's where I say move on to the next. Yeah, place. yeah. That's what started. we'll spend the rest of the night. Arguing yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See what the next question is. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: because because I think that it and, and, and here's where I think I get stuck, where I think that there's aspects and, and, and this is what has helped me and hurt me, right? In that mm-hmm the teachers have done so much for me, mm-hmm. but they, at the same time, the teachers have done not so much. Right. Right. It, it, and, and, and understanding that's
1: 22. It's, it's also live by the sword. Die by yeah. It.
0: So you, and that's where you got to be careful in that. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you living by? What are you standing by and what for? Right. It, right so how's it benefiting you at that point or this point in your life so it's like like the teachers really did a lot for me at a certain point right orthodox islam really did a lot for me at, at a certain point right but staying at those points start to not
1: benefit right. me to stagnate
0: right and so it's like okay yeah i i i get this i get that you know but now you're limiting me in terms of progressing.
1: Mm-hmm. And- but that's where free thought comes into practice. The fact that we have the will to say no to anything. yeah, And that, that's why we, me and you, personally, we stay on the outskirts of the nation. We don't um, actually participate actively anymore in the nation. We're, we're just observers from the outside. Yeah,
0: but but so but remember, we can
1: see where things are. Hey, that may not work in the long
0: run, right? But remember, but remember when we were in there,
1: mm-hmm. and I was
0: like, "Bruh, I'm feeling a certain way. I'm feeling broke at the end of the every Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm." You know, you got bro. you got people selling bean pies, you got people selling XYZ, it's, and it's I'm a hustle. and I'm spending money, all my money, and I'm ended up right. broke at the end of the night. And I'm like, bro, I'm trying it to support everything. one of
1: the things that drove me away because you have hustlers inside the nation. But you know, in the scriptures, Jesus was the first thing he did when he finally got of age and went to the temple. The first thing he did was was turn over those damn tables. Yeah, those merchants out that that stand on the outside of the temple, profiting mm-hmm. or feeding. They they're just like the bloodsuckers of the poor. They feed off. They're part of that ten percent that feed off of the ignorance of the
0: eighty five. And see, that's the thing, bro. Because what ends up happening is, in our, and that's why I think we were going left last night, is that mm-hmm. when we start talking about, um, what's best for black the black community,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
0: and using whether it's a Jewish community as an example, whatever community as an example, mm-hmm. it 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 becomes, you know, kind of lost in that, you know, we become blood suckers of of each other.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and that becomes problematic because I'm like, now you're telling me we should follow this program. All mm-hmm. Black people should follow this program. And mm-hmm. that's when I started to get lost because I'm like, bruh, I don't see that. You know, that doesn't work for all of us. It might work for some of us, but it doesn't work for all of us. And then some of the people that are you know, man, manipulating those situations, you know, that's the part that's problematic mm. because you got a brother that's manipulating the situation and he's driving a, a Benz, mm-hmm. you know, and he's living in a, you know, a mansion and hmm. he knows you know, we're all accepting the teachings, but it's almost. It's, then it starts to become like a Jim Jones cult, it's like, hmm. I, bro, I, you know, just follow this, just listen to me, and you're like, man, but hold up, I love the teachings, but you, you're, hmm. you're you're manipulating the teachings. Hmm. So that's why I was that's- so that's why I was so, I think, part of my confoundment last night was like when you said. I I sent you this two-hour video. I was like, Mm -hmm. "Well, shit, was that shit supposed to change my life?" (laughs) (laughs) I was like, -hmm. "Bro, okay, you know, I think the brother may have some good points, but you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know that I think that that's best for me, right? You know, and and And,
1: but that that's where miscommunication comes because the two-hour video was." The, the point of that one, which I should have made even clearer, was not for uh, Black power thinking, but the relationships that we have with our fathers and how that um, transfers to the Black violence among the youth. We're, we're naturally going to be um, confrontational uh, as, as Black youth, male, that male testosterone has to go somewhere. And so you have those competitions. But um, that's what the two-hour video was about. The four-minute video was about the um, experiment, but it wasn't an actual experiment. It was a cartoon that depicted, that tried to depict what oppressed people go through and how, even if they didn't experience slavery, it led to the point of post-traumatic slave syndrome and how true it is. Even if you didn't experience slavery, you're, you're dealing with the behaviors and effects of that system that was in place for so many years.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, I, I, absolutely. I
0: think we both agree
1: that. Yeah. My mother said one thing <clears throat> that when I was in the nation, and I told her I was in the nation because she was a staunch Christian, and uh, a very religious person, she said to me one thing. I said, "Mom, you don't, you don't have any problem with me being in the nation." She said, "Son, let me tell you this: religion and all information is pertinent, and you either is like fish." She gave that that story, that story of Jesus. She said, "It's like a fish." You have to eat the flesh and spit out the bones. So going forward with the nation and with any information that I hear, I take the flesh that can help me and I spit out the bones on all the rest. Whether it helps somebody else or not is not my position to take. I just take the flesh that would be sustenance for me.
0: Interesting enough, bro. Um, is that's because what you just said to me takes me back further <clears throat> than my relationship with you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It, it takes me back to my relationship with my grandma mm-hmm. and your mother because they mm-hmm. both attended mm-hmm. the same church in South Carolina, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and they both were influenced by Prophet Reading. And and that so 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 there's some there's a dynamic, you know, as well as you and I, Mm -hmm. and why we even still connect, right? Because (laughs) for your mother to have been a part of that church, and my Mm -hmm. grandmother to be a part of that church, and what that meant, and then what I saw—I don't know how Mm -hmm. often you participated, or if ever you participated in that church. But that was mm-hmm. an extremely um,
1: wow! It's Pentecostal fire and brimstone. Well,
0: I, I I didn't think that church was Pentecostal. I thought it was Holiness. <laughs> yeah, what's the difference? Well, that's a good question. That's a good question. That's a good question because because what I was re- entertaining, right? It's <laughs> evangelical, right? right? Because because I'm gonna tell you, I remember specifically <laughs> one. I don't know if it was a Sunday. I don't know what it's night.
1: like Reverend Peter Papa. It's gonna be done there.
0: bro. let me tell you, I remember <laughs> going to that church one. I don't I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if it was a Sunday. Maybe it was a Sunday. But this shit went on for like all day long. Mm-hmm. Right. And the, the Prophet Redding said he was going to pray the demon out, of, out of this person. And yep. he said. This demon is going to leave out of this person and it's going to go into somebody else. Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you, I remember leaving that freaking church. I remember running out of there. <laughs> Luckily for me, I had relatives that lived like across the dirt road from that church. And I went there. Where, where are you wearing shoes, brother? That's what we need. To I had some shoes on, bro. <laughs> I had some shoes on, but I tell you what, I ain't go back in that church. I don't even know if I ever went back in there since that time.
1: Uh, he was um, like like Reverend the shit that you see Reverend Peter pop off doing on TV now. That's televangelism with sensational Jesusism. Yeah, where where they where they do theatrics. Yeah. Whether you believe it to be um, subscribed or prescribed or
0: do you, real, do, do you remember? Did, did you ever go to that church?
1: I went one time, and I'm gonna tell you what I saw right quick. Okay. He turned on. He had this beat machine that was part of the the. You remember the old phonographs where you have the record player? he had this thing that goes on top of the record player that would make a clop sound. Boom, boom, clop. Boom, boom, clop. And he turned that on and he got in the pulpit and he said, now today, while this boom, boom, clop, boom, 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 clop was playing, he talking. Now today, I'm going to drive the demon out of somebody in the name of Jesus. <laughs> and he, he ran off the pulpit and jumped over. There was a, uh, a, 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 like, um, the pillars that are in front of the, the pulpit. Um, that's like the, uh, the, the decoration of the barricade that keeps people from going onto the pulpit. He jumped over that shit like a hurdle, son. <laughs> <laughs> Now this man is almost three hundred pounds. He ran and jumped over that, and landed on the woman, and put the claw on her. Now, if I don't even know if you remember, Prophet Reverend, Prophet Prophet Redden had the he the, how he would remove the holy ghost, um, remove the demon from you was put his hands on your forehead. Yeah,
0: I remember that. I do remember that part. And,
1: all the little children had this running joke where we called at the club. Yeah, you
0: know, I remember Red that. I remember that. On you. I remember
1: that.
0: I remember that. Okay. Okay, I I, that.
1: that. was the one thing I remember. I remember that. And I never forgot yeah. that shit to this day. Yep,
0: yeah. yep. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Okay. Okay. So okay.
1: that's the Prophet and I remember okay. that's, the, that's That was my introduction to... Uh what I would eventually see on TV, televangelism, yeah, with Reverend Popov, he would just throw his hand, wave his hand, and one whole section of these are thousands of people in a stadium. Yeah. One whole section would fall out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just because he waved his yeah, hand. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and that's what I remember about that church. And I remember
1: But but I tell you everything is a hustle and you gotta watch
0: people. But bruh, I remember him touching people and them falling out. Right. <laughs> now come to find out that that um
1: like in three card Monty, he has a team that rolls with him.
0: Okay, I didn't know and that? And they
1: all are part of that
0: <laughs> that little theatric. Okay. <laughs> because because now remember that church where that church sat, right? Mm-hmm. He had a trailer. That right. sat next to that I church where he lived, <laughs> right?
1: So he was a rolling evangelist, right. They
0: call him. <laughs> right? right, so he
1: was hustling people from town to town, right? Right? Wow! Right. And he had loose hands because he would go to my my um, grandmother's house, and he would be trying to fill up Aunt Clara. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He loved him to Mont Clarence. Oh right. I man. I ain't even gonna grandma did would feed him every Sunday. he come there and get a big ass plate. We would get a little small plate. We'd be like, Grandma, I come probably I didn't get a damn big
0: well, ass. You know plate. what? I bro. see you. And we
1: would get our ass beat. Bruh,
0: I don't even, <laughs> even want to <laughs> think about that. I ain't I am not gonna because if that's the case, I don't know what he did to my grandma, and my great grandma. Mm. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, bro. I don't
1: even
0: want to think about that, bro. If I, Bruh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't
1: even want to think about it. And on that note, we have the 21 minute mark in DF immunity. We didn't even get on. To I the know, next
0: bro. He's, he's, but, bro, let. You Just know what? Yeah, window. you did, bro. You lost me with that one. Bro. Right, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm. I know like... some secrets, bro. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I, ain't, I, you know what? I don't want to know, bro. I, I'm gonna leave that topic alone.
1: And go on. To yeah, the next
0: I'm minute. gonna go. I'm gonna go someplace else, bro. You want
1: to go for another twenty minutes? I got,
0: I got twenty minutes, bro.
1: All right, we'll be right back. All after right, these peace. And we are back in the effing universe, a bonus 20 minute round. What else is on that list, brother? In this hour of black power thinking,
0: all right, bro. Let's get to it. Um, so I wrote, um, black achievements and what that means.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm not sure what I wrote about, I'm not sure why I wrote that, but it was something in that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that made me write that because uh up under that I have black achievement, what that means, and black black inferiority. Mm-hmm. Um there was something that took place that made me feel like I needed to write to write that.
1: Right. Um, I remember that. Okay. Because so, that, that was a, what we did the whole podcast on and you said uh-huh. you're gonna write it down and come okay. back to it.
0: Okay. All right. So um all right. So elaborate, um, and then let's go from there. Um, we actually
1: went went through that pretty extensively. I wanted to get to some of the other things that we didn't touch on, but we can go to that if you want.
0: All right. Well, let's spend a, let's spend no longer than a minute on it. Okay. Um, not I, I, because I don't remember what we talked about right. as it relates to that, but um, we
1: were talking specifically about academic solutions to. Um, the lack of educational achievement for the people, masses of black people. Um, how we get into um school and we show brilliance, but at some point between middle school and high school, a lot of uh, people drop out or just get their high school diploma, and that's it. In terms of education, They don't want nothing to do with education beyond that point. So, my my, my um, um try, my my attempt to talk about black excellence is how do we um, achieve excel in the, those fields of education?
0: Okay, so I I, I think for me I was feeling a certain way. Mm-hmm. In that um I, I I don't know. Again, so I think I was feeling like I, I think at some point during the night I was feeling slighted um mm-hmm. about um academic achievement
2: mm-hmm.
0: and viewing that as um bougie mm-hmm. or seeing that as um some type of Um No,
1: that it, certainly wasn't my intent.
0: Okay. So, I, I, I but I, I think at some point, maybe I was feeling that. And I'm not sure what was said or or whatever that made me feel like that. But I think that I was mm-hmm. feeling like that. Well, I started to feel like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I think that um, what's important to understand about education is who who and how education works and who it works for right mm-hmm. like um it doesn't matter to me, i think as much it's it's not about a degree mm-hmm. right um in terms of your relationship with with a person, right mm-hmm. I, because I don't think that you should value your education um. Of your relationship with a person. Mm-hmm. It, to me, I, you know, because I think that, like I know a lot of people that don't necessarily have college degrees that are extremely intelligent and always always reference you as one of those people. But I mm-hmm. but I have uh relatives also that I feel the same way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, like I can have conversations with, with you, you know, and, and a cousin of mine that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have with a lot of people that have you know, a doctoral degree or a college <laughs> degree. Like mm-hmm. you you guys supersede that level of intellect or, or education.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Just just like some natural I don't know if I'm gonna use the word naturally, but 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 just some um intelligent people like but mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like I've always <laughs> and, and, and honestly, like part of the reason why we have this podcast, or like, I have this podcast, is because of the respect of intelligence that I have. For right? You. Like I've, and it's I've you too. yeah. Well, well, and I this mean, was
1: before you even had uh, even a college degree. <laughs> you
0: know, exactly, exactly. So that's my point. So I'm like, you know, like I've always respected this good this this guy, and you and, you always had that intelligence.
1: That I couldn't even have with my own brothers. I couldn't have that conversation that we used to have back then with my own brothers <laughs> that I grew up in the same household. With. They wow. wouldn't
0: even be on that level. Well, that's true. I, I, but you know what? That's I have the same situation. I can't have that conversation with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't even talk to my brother. You know long what? Long
1: yeah. Yeah, never mind, bro. <laughs> yeah. You just not gonna get it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can't even have that conversation <laughs> with my, my biological brother either. You know. So, but yeah, yeah, man. It's not bougie, is It's it's
1: it's just where we're at. some people uh um uh what is the word uh ethereal? I think that's the word I was looking for. where, where they where they talk on that met, meta level, M E T A beyond the physical. We talk in abstracts and we can understand abstracts and concepts where they have to have like a conversation about sports. They, they have to see something physical in order for it to be real. Mm-hmm. And some some people are just born that way. That's all. Well, it doesn't make one person smarter or, or, or dumber than the other person. It just they can't relate on that something that they can't see that's tangible.
0: Yeah, and and, and I don't even know if it's smarter or not smarter, but the, the things that you um, inject yourself with mm. are the things that you um, spend your time doing mm. as opposed to someone else, right? So, like, I, like you and I can have a legitimate argument mm. about voting or not voting, You know, whatever. And and you could we could you know (laughs) logically go back and forth.
2: Right.
0: You know, or or about anything, Socrates, Plato, whatever. But we can like logistically go back and forth about, and you can tell me your perspective, and I can say, Mm bruh, no, I mean like like we're legitimately arguing, Mm -hmm. arguing, and we have points. Right. But when we get to the point where we're not having points then that's something different. right? Or if we get to the point where we can't even have the conversation, this is completely out of, you, you, I, you
2: know,
1: lazy,
0: yeah, that that's that, that's completely different. So that's different. Right.
1: So you know, we think on, um, at, we have what's called abstract thinking and just look it up. We have what's called abstract thinking. A lot of people won't be able to have those conversations where it's not about who won the game or who won the presidency it's actually thinking about the concepts behind who won the game who won the presidency those are the conversations that we're having now which is which is the reason why we don't have a large audience like they would if we were talking about hip hop we're talking about the things that are the concepts behind a song or behind the rap which yeah. is why we, yeah. we we lean more towards what um Buster Rhymes said to Van yeah. Jones about his fatherhood yeah. not
0: how how dope
1: his song was necessarily
0: yeah, yeah. so so okay so I'm I'm going to deviate for a moment because you went there Mm. And then I'll, I'll I'll try to skip us through the the last three or four uh, segments. Mm. But 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 um we got into a conversation last night, and we started talking about um, being a parent and Van Jones and Buster and talking about being a father.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, bro, that's a hard situation, man. Mm-hmm. and i think it's I, I i you know i think it's trivialized a lot and and what i mean by that is um it, being a parent man and being a serious parent mm. in your in your child's life no joke is it's, <laughs> it's so serious man and mm. and i'm and i'm i'm and, and i'm saying that in that, um you know like your child don't, your child doesn't know what you don't know Mm-hmm. Right. And so that means that if you are fucked up as a parent, your child doesn't know that. Right. <laughs> but your child starts to learn that.
1: Right. But they don't learn that until those behaviors that but, come from a but,
0: fucked up right. parent. But they don't learn that until they're, they are adults. Right. So what ends up happening Absolutely is fucked up. <laughs> right. 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 But they don't understand that because they, as they're coming up, Whatever you're giving them is what they think they need, right, and so you're
1: their superhero to a certain age of development
0: right and and whether you're their superhero or not, you're the only hero hmm. and 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 so what I'm saying is like i I was hearing things i like from or or as of late from my daughter about um super masculinity mm hmm Right, and I was like, "What the fuck was that?" Like, 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 I, yeah, you know. But, 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 but here's the thing, bro. I did not realize that me being who I was in fatherhood was projecting on my son like that, hmm. right? And so, my son, I think, for years. Was looking at me like I don't want to be like him. Now, now I did, I didn't know that, I, right? So I didn't I didn't know that. But but what I did notice is that a lot of things that I was doing that he wasn't into. So when I was putting him into boxing and karate and all this, he was like, "Man, I ain't into that shit." You know, I ain't you know. But I wasn't. I was I was missing those movements, uh-huh. right? I was missing that.
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, because I was just like a dad, a masculine dad. Like, <laughs> you need to be a masculine son, masculine dude. So that's that's where I was pushing him. Mm-hmm. Luckily, basketball is something he picked up. Mm. And when he picked that up, he picked it up also <laughs> with the dudes that play basketball and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so, who I was to him, mm-hmm. I think, as a younger kid, was like he wasn't interested in my ass at all. <laughs> in fact, I think he was interested in getting the fuck hmm. away from me as quick as and possible. possible. <laughs> you know, I, but Get I didn't. But being I being <laughs> but I didn't know that, right? <laughs> because I was just trying to be a responsible dad, right? But but now what I realize, like now, my son is seventeen. Mm -hmm. Man, that shit came out of nowhere. I'm like, damn, what the fuck? You (laughs) something? But but anyway, now I realize, like, now he's starting to look at me differently, like, Mm -hmm. hey, Pops, you cool. (laughs) Hey, you know what? You know, like, 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 like now, you know, he's like looking at me like.
1: He's starting to get it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, oh, I know what Pops is about. And, and and when he come to me now, you know he didn't call me that he called me pops. Like, pops. I feel like 75 years old when he said that shit to me. It, you know, hey Pops, i gonna bring my girlfriend over. I'm like, what? That shit is so weird to me. I, so but anyway, so I'm 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 gonna get I'm gonna deviate from that and I'm gonna run through this uh last three topics real quick. You know. All right, so Jay, and this is a little bit about the politics. Jay Z, uh, with the political arena and uh, football effect, Barack Obama, politics, and black people, Jay Z, counseling, and therapy.
2: Mm.
0: Let's go there. Uh, We can skip two or go to one, or we can can try to hit all three. Some of you.
1: Um, I'll let you start it off, so I know where where the direction of the topic is going, because I'm not Um, sure.
0: All right, so is it later tonight?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. You know, I think let's just go. um... I'm still up. (laughs) Okay, well, if you're still up, I got. I mean, I got some minutes. Go ahead. All right, so I'll go back to the top. Jay Z, um, as relates to the political arena, um, football before. And after the fact uh what do you think as uh, relates to jay z and his role uh and what he did with with, with football
1: mm-hmm. i'm I'm not sure what he did <laughs> I know okay. he had a couple of meetings uh I don't know <clears> what <throat> that was supposed to do. maybe you can explain
0: okay so um in 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 short um Jay Z came in and he met with um, uh, the head of um, Roger Goodell. What is his name?
2: It, yeah,
0: Roger Goodell uh, football arena. And basically negotiated um, how the football uh, arena needed to go forward as it relates to Black people um, and, and social media. But not only social media, but how um, the relationship between Black people and what Donald Trump was doing as related to social media and the role that he felt like um, football should be playing as related to uh, Black America. So, he's, so he was the one that started suggesting, look, you know, we need to have more Black consciousness. You know on the football uh, uh you know in the football uh dilemma or dynamic so now you see like on a football helmet black lives matter you know um somebody mentioning uh somebody uh Trayvon Martin you have all these different names on football helmets now on every football field you see black lives matter there was all the, there's all these different things that it relates to black the black community. Now you see happening as a result of Jay Z being a part of that um, uh, compromise, mm-hmm. but there were a lot of people that was upset with Jay Z initially saying, you know, oh he's a sellout, blah 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 blah. But now you see all these things happening in the um, um, the, the football arena. Like now you don't see uh, the football teams coming out to kneel before the flag. They had the option to do that. There's all these different things that have happened now that Jay-Z has, been, has become a part of that. Mm-hmm. So, my question to you was, initially, like, how did you feel about that? But you saying that you wasn't even aware of that.
1: Uh, I'm aware of exactly what you're saying. It it was, how, did it, how does it relate to me? That was the disconnect. Um, the, I see that... Um, this was taking place back in September and August of um, 2019, according to what I just looked up. So, he, they were saying that he um, helped to banish Cal- Colin Kaepernick from um, the NFL. That was a backlash of his trying to participate in getting the NFL up to speed on black lives matters issues, social justice issues. It um had a negative effect of getting Colin Kaepernick um further removed from the NFL because um Kaepernick was like the face of this social justice black lives matter for the NFL, not for the actual organization.
0: Well, I, I don't know that I, I agree with that. I think that what, uh, when Jay Z when came along, he was actually the person that was an advocate in actually making sure that Kaepernick got a chance to uh, try out again for another team. Right. So, uh, uh, banishing him from the league, I don't think that's accurate information.
1: But he rejected the. Um... One of the conditions
0: for for the tryouts, yeah, because I, so so then that's when it started to get tricky, right, right? Because what ended up happening was I it and that's when one way
1: said, um, "Hey, you got to either do it the NFL way if you want to get back into the, there, or not." And so that's what some people blame Jay Z, maybe not correctly, but um they said that he he's the the reason why Kaepernick never went back to actually play the <clears throat> NFL, even though he did try out for one team.
0: Yeah. So, and and that's that's the that's the catch twenty two. It's almost like me me and you arguing about voting, right? Right. <laughs> it, it's almost like saying, okay, well, voting will do this, but voting won't do that, right? And it's like you know, it's subjective it, so, in
1: the, in terms yeah, of how it helps.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the same with, with, with Kaepernick to me is like, okay, let's get you an opportunity. Right. But then you get the opportunity, and, and you, you like, say, like, nah, no, I don't want to do it that. Not, I don't want to do it that way. I'm in charge. <laughs> right, and, and so <laughs> and, then it becomes Jay like, that, "Nigga, we tried to help <laughs> Right, 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 right. So the same so, way and
1: you arguing, so right, about people doing that like, from the outside thought that that was why he got right. And right, and really, right. it was all just a miscommunication on everybody, absolutely, absolutely. And that's kind of like our conversation last we can night, we get divided even without there yeah. being an oppressor in the, in the yeah. present, because yeah. we're like, nah, <clears throat>
0: this is what he did. No, that ain't what yeah. he did. This, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like our conversation last night, right? Like, we we divide ourselves, right. And nobody in the room, and in the room. But I'm sitting there listening to you, like, and nigga. you listen to me, and I'm like, nigga, <laughs> I'm telling you, nigga You and know, we arguing
1: about another. A- A- exactly. Man A- exactly. Arguing about us. A-
0: exactly. We had lost A- exactly. the
1: whole point.
0: of, A- exactly. of, of Black power thinking. A- exactly. A- exactly. And
1: that that A- exactly. is what I apologize for. The, A- exactly. Let's their on point. exactly Exactly. if we don't agree with some move on
0: (laughs) right right it's it's okay bro but these are the lessons
1: that we have to learn and put into the universe for a future generation you're going to have these types of interactions and you have to see these tricks and traps and no Mm -hmm. oppressor has to be present for them to happen yeah which is what happened to the monkeys in the cartoon it wasn't the actual experiment they didn't even experience what their parents experienced, but when they got got into the room into that group, they came in and they got fucked up for going up the ladder to get a banana <laughs> something that they would naturally do. but they didn't know why they' getting fucked up well, why are y'all beating on me? <laughs> but they adjusted to that and they began to accept those behaviors as normal we're gonna beat yeah. up on everybody that comes into the room.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where we are as a people. <laughs> because you got to think, bro. I mean, the the Christians are like,
1: we gonna fuck anybody you know
0: anti-Christ. We gonna kick your ass. <laughs> if you, you don't ain't believe with Christ sweet like Jesus, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're the devil. <laughs> no, exactly. Black,
2: you
1: yeah, you gonna
0: get this no, ass no, whooping. You, you ain't with yeah. sweet Jesus. <laughs> yeah 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 and it's and 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 even politically right if If you you ain't if you ain't republican
1: republican you ain't right. you ain't
0: yeah you the devil you the devil (laughs) you the complete devil and it's like damn we ain't got done and and, and so you and i get into an argument or a disagreement right we have to check one of them and be like bro we big we bigger
1: than that right and that, that, that's that's what that. we want the audience to know. We're bigger than that. But sometimes it, right. it just gets that way.
0: It gets uh, that way, yeah. We have yeah. we have
1: to be abstract thinkers to see beyond the argument.
0: Yeah. yeah. But it but but it's funny when you look back at it to see how we get caught up in it. Right. So easily. So easy. Right, <laughs> right. Without thinking. And and that's why I'm saying that I, that's why I always feel like when we start when we start throwing scholarship in it right. right like who has a degree who doesn't right. have a degree right. you know it's like <laughs> bro it ain't even about it's that you know what i'm saying murky quick B- <laughs> right because it's like hold up bro you know it ain't about who's the smartest right. who's not the smartest who has a degree who right. doesn't have a degree we both right respect respectively, right. have levels of intelligence right. And that's the reason why we're having this conversation. Exactly. So let's not de- you know, delineate right. either one of us at any point, yep. but we'll get caught up in that fire yep. without even paying attention yep. to be like, hold up, bro, you ain't gonna tell me this. You ain't gonna tell me this. <laughs> and I and know
1: yeah, that shit becomes small. And we so have this listen, conversation. These are the this- conversations that black leadership need to have because there's too yeah. much infighting. Look what yeah. happened with um, um, Murder Mike and T.I. and Candace Owen all of them were in that group and it didn't take yeah. but two seconds. They were all started off fine agreeing with each other and it took uh, but two seconds yeah, for it to erupt into uh-huh. devilishment as I call it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have yeah, yeah, at five minute mark in DF and Universe. You want to go another 20 minutes?
0: Well, yeah. we can go as much as 20 minutes as last oh, we, We've um, got I two think... more
1: points. Let's go back and finish them off after this commercial break. All right. And we'll be right back in the bonus hour of DF and Universe. Peace.